0: beautiful people. Welcome to 321 No Kidding. Bobby the Awesome here. Today is February 7th and we will get started with the note from the inspirational calendar today. They laugh at me because I'm different. I laugh at them because they're all the same. That's pretty crazy. Do you feel that way? Do you think people laugh at you because you're different? If 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 that's the case, um, it could be a good thing. It could also be a bad thing if you're different and if you're feeling like a black sheep. But if you're standing out amongst the crowd because you're taking care of your recovery and you're standing up for yourself and you're doing the things that make you feel good and you're not worried about what everybody else thinks... Or minimizing yourself to other people's maybe average standards. It, it's about being different. being different, being you being authentic. that was the word. I don't know that I don't know that I I laugh at people because they're the same. I'm not sure I feel like that's a good. Way to look at it, but maybe almost more empathetic or giving them grace if they're not doing the right things but either way i would i would I'm gonna take this reading as it's it's about me more than it's about other people. The first thing that occurred to me was that whole incident where I had that person tell me like they thought i couldn't couldn't do my dream or that I was taking on too much. That's a person, you know, that might be laughing at me because he thinks I'm overdoing it. I'm not going to laugh at him because he's like the rest of the population or different or whatever. I, I don't like that thinking. So I'm going to only take this half, half, half the reading, half the quote. They laugh at me because I'm different. I'm going to just allow that. If that's the case, that's the case, but I'm going to stay in my own lane. That's how I feel about that reading. This is the first one I come across where I have mixed emotions about it and it's not all positive. So, let's see what let's see what the daily reading comes up for us. <laughs> see if I if I'm more aligned with that. Okay. Edward Death Valley Scotty Scott says, that was a long name. I've got four things to live by. Don't say nothing that will hurt anybody. Don't give advice. Nobody will take it anyway. Don't complain. Don't explain. That's pretty good. And I guess that that makes sense, tying it into how I feel about that calendar. I don't have to explain what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. Let's Let's see what this says. Learning to mind our own business is one of life's trickiest lessons. Often we may find ourselves in the role of master fixer, feeling we are responsible for other people instead of being responsible to them. Putting our foot in the middle of someone else's life, we can get our toes stepped on as we discover that most people relish directing their own lives. It's hard, to, it's hard at first to step back and let others make their own decisions, especially if we feel what we know what's best for them. But letting others tend their own lives frees us from, to take care of ourselves. And giving our loved one back the reins of their lives, we must trust that they'll know what's best for them and that they'll do the best they can. Our negative comments and critiques are, in fact, just another form of control. When we live and let others live, we create breathing room. We have more room for ourselves and for others. Today, let me live my own life and allow others the right to live theirs. Wow. So this whole situation with... My uncle and the other fella and, and their whole s- not speaking for a big part of 2020 and how all the family got involved, some by default, some from trying to do the right thing, and then seeing how it played out with all the, the, the hurt feelings and and separation amongst the family really makes me resonate to this. I this was the first time I've tried to stay in my own lane like I, and I'm I'm a coach by nature evidently, right? I want to tell people what to do or I want to give them the guidance because I know how happy and content I am and how much life is better when you do the things, the forgiveness things, the get rid of the resentment, the let people be people, the trust, all of those things. But I can't teach anybody to do them if they don't want to be taught, right? So the way I had handled that situation, aside from venting to you guys about it, was I remember the first conversation about it with my uncle, and I could hear like so much anger and venom in his voice, and I've never heard him. Never heard him in 40 years have that tone and, and level of emotion. like So I knew I had to, to walk carefully. And in that conversation, so this is going back a while, I did try to maybe offer advice or coach or whatever. But he made it very clear what the boundaries were and he didn't want to hear it. And he definitely retreated for a long part of all of this debacle. And what I learned was when I did communicate with him, I wasn't going to make it about that situation because our relationship wasn't about just that situation. I wanted him to know that I was there if he needed me, but it wasn't my battle. So I really tried to stay out of it. And I've tried to listen to anybody who's had feedback about it. There's a lot of different sides and Do I have my opinion about who's right, who's wrong, how it should be handled, blah, blah, blah? A little bit. But really what my opinion is is that is what they're fighting about important enough to demolish these relationships of so many years. And in a year where there's been so much loss and so much pain and so much, I mean, really in this in this circle of people involved, there's been two people who've literally potentially been on their deathbed that have been in the hospital. Like, is there a, a piece of taking it for granted? So I was frustrated by that. But here's the thing. By staying in my own lane, like I'm not going to be one of the people that anybody's not talking to, for starters. The second benefit to doing this was Letting people go on the journey themselves and find what they needed to, find their solutions, their inner healing. Like one of the, at least one of the people that I know got counseling help and shared that. And I liked that. So it meant that they were taking interest in their own healing, right? That's going to mean way much more than anything I could say is letting them take the proactive steps they have to evaluate their own stuff. I think i'm I think I'm still good with everybody, you know, and that they they know that I'm kind of Switzerland on this like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna antagonize I'll be there as an ear and all that, but it's not my battle and then protecting my recovery why why would I? I mean, because I want good for everybody, but why would I take all that baggage on of getting in the middle of the fight and, and drowning in the misery of the whole situation? I can't take that on. What good is that going to do me? It's just not. So, I mean, you may think that's selfish. And I think it's selfish too. And I think that that's what I'm supposed to do in order to not gamble, not drink, not do the thing, not be addicted to the drama and the negative. Because those are things too. We don't talk about them as much, but people are addicted to negative and drama and problem solving and whatever. That's like what they know to do or that's what they thrive on. Now, again, not a full-blown licensed doctor or anything, but if we're taking on other people's stuff, we don't have to address our own. It's kind of like a form of procrastination a little bit or deflection, whatever you want to call it. Yes, people do that that have big hearts and want to help everyone. But if if they can't, then they carry this burden and they make themselves unhealthy. And I just can't I can't risk being unhealthy. I have too many people I want to help. I have dreams that I need to fulfill. I have to stay the course, and I have to stay on a good course. Otherwise, it could all go to shit, and I don't really care to go back to shit. I won't tell you that it's easy to mind your business. Like, my heart hurt for everybody involved in that situation, and it still does. And I still, I still don't know if it's rectified or not. I'm getting rumblings, but if I don't – I've always had this rule. I've had this rule back to, back to high school – I don't believe something about somebody unless they tell me themselves. So, what do I mean by that? One of the first examples that I can remember about this rule was I was, I don't know, 16, 17, and I had the most amazing, supportive PE teacher and health teacher. And She knew that when I was going through shit in high school, she like let me hide out in her health class like seven periods a day and just kind of hide from the world. But she knew that's what I needed. But we got close, and I spent the night at her house at least once. Maybe more, but at least once. And she had three boys, I think, and there was another woman living in the house. I think there was only one bedroom, but... Even then, even then, I never asked her. I never said, hey, you know, are you... Now, mind you, this is 20-something years... 30, oh, God, 30 years ago, right? So seeing a 50-, 60-year-old woman in a relationship with another woman was not quite as common as it is now. And even though I, like, was there firsthand, I never, I never said she was gay or any of those things, because she hadn't told me. Even though I'd been in that environment, I was still like, well, I don't know. She didn't tell me herself. So it is or isn't true. And that's kind of how I do things. So as this situation unfolded, same kind of thing was, well, I don't know if it's true or not. Or this was always a thing at work. You know, people would talk about who's having an affair with who and blah, blah, blah. So remember I said addicted to the drama, addicted to the negativity, don't get me wrong, there was, there was points in my life where I was definitely curious and whatever, and there was, this one, there was this one fella that this just jumps in my head, but people had said that he was messing around with this girl, and that's what everybody believed, and that's what everybody's gossip was. Now, I dated him for a minute, and I asked him, and he said no. So that's the only truth I can go by. Everybody else wasn't hanging out in his bedroom. so how the hell do they know? right? It's just chatter or people want to make the noise. So be cognizant of that. It doesn't it doesn't make sense to be in other people's business. Are all your problems solved? Are you perfect? I'm guessing not. And I'm not saying that with with freshness, but really, why why would you want to be in other people's business? Don't you have enough problems of your own to solve? I know I do. And this takes a little bit of mindfulness and maybe practice. Like, you may be one of those people who's addicted to drama but doesn't even know it. There was a girl in one of my classes a couple weeks ago that said she did a 72-hour water fast. And what came out of it, by shutting off the technology and and the food and and doing this three-day adventure for herself, she realized she was addicted to the drama and negativity. So you might not even know that you're doing it, which is... Just another piece of the puzzle. So in giving our loved ones back the reins in their lives, we must trust that they know what's best for them and they'll do the best they can. And I'm going to wrap it up on that note. People are doing the best they can. People aren't looking to just start trouble for the fun of it. I think people want to be happy as a general rule. And I've probably shared this with you before, but I love it because my counselor reminds me and it's kind of become a, a running mantra that we use whenever we're talking about uh, other people or people like we don't, if there's people around us that maybe I feel like they could be doing better. I don't necessarily say it to them. I say it to her, bounce it off of her. and, And when we talk about it, it's I have enough optimism for everyone that they'll, you know, they'll figure it out in their own time. I have enough optimism for someone. She says it much more eloquently. But essentially, it's going to work out the way it's supposed to work out. I have enough optimism that people are capable of learning and doing the next thing. I mean, if if someone was holding that same optimism for me, thinking that you could ever break me away from a freaking slot machine or a Long Island iced tea, I mean... It came true. I would have never had enough optimism regarding myself on that five years ago. So just just stay in your lane. I mean, really, just worry about you. And yeah, I guess I'm giving you advice. Worry about you. You'll be happier. <laughs> and this don't don't say anything that will hurt anybody. What is the point of saying things that hurt people? Now, I told you, I I was not my best self a couple of weeks ago in regards to that fella. And the other time that I, in the last two years, that I can remember deliberately hurting someone was that one text I sent in the midst of the breakup and the drama at the end of 2019, which I'm kind of glad I did because that helped me with my sobriety so I wouldn't drunk text and be evil again with the unsettled emotions, but those two instances actually made me feel horrible so saying bad things and hurting other people intentionally does not serve me well does not make me feel good i don't know that if if hurting other people makes people feel good i don't think that anybody if you've if you've been with me and you're listening to this show, I don't think that you're out to hurt anybody intentionally. Because if you're listening, you want to do better. You want to get away from the addiction or you want to live a better life. You want to, you know, use the show for whatever tools it provides for you, whatever reminders. I mean, a lot of the things we talk about, we talk about the same things quite a bit, especially now that we're together every day. However, I know even me, I need to be reminded of this, this stuff. Or if it's not on my mind all the time then it's very easy to slip back into old ways so think about that I I imagine and I believe and I have enough optimism that everyone out there is doing the best they can and I'm grateful for that and everything will work out the way it's supposed to be according to my belief system alright beautiful people I hope oh I, I don't I'm gonna. I'm gonna be bad. I hope that you're having a super day on the day of this. This is the date that there are, the Super Bowl is on. If you are a sports better by nature, um, know this. I know it's gonna be a challenging day for you. I'm holding enough optimism for you that either you can enjoy the game without the bat, maybe for the camaraderie, the good food and the good company or the commercials, or that you make the decision to not watch the TV. Maybe that's, maybe that's the decision that's right for you. Me, I intend on being in a bar, <laughs> drinking water, eating lots of Mexican food and whatever else is there, enjoying the the game from the aspect of being with the family who taught me football and taught me what a collective a collective purpose or thing a, a collective i don't want to say mission but i've explained to you that it, it's just so everybody in Kansas City is family because they have these you know the royals and the chiefs as as a united what the heck is the word they're united how about that they're just united and um, everybody generally wants and I'm being blanket statement but probably 95% of the the town both sides Kansas and Missouri side all want the same thing when it comes to sports and i think that that's beautiful and i cannot wait to physically be part of that so all right but hang in there hang in there if if you're you know if you're struggling find something else to do find someone to talk to do the thing if you want to go lock yourself in the bathroom and listen to all 511 of my shows to get through the night whatever whatever it is I'm kind of being a little silly but whatever it is that distracts you if that's what you need to get through this weekend and then know that there's a little bit of a break before the next round of um, chaos when it comes to to that arena All right. Love you guys. I will talk to you soon. Thank you.